Hey, people. This is Brittany Simone with Do You See What I See? And something that I have started to change when it comes to relationships and people asking me questions. I don't like having or giving anyone who brings me a relationship issue their spouse, especially if the spouse isn't there. And even when the spouse is there, I don't want to just hear you have a blame game. I don't want to hear you point the finger. Because at the end of the day, what I've noticed, because I've noticed this in myself first, whatever comes up in this situation, whatever comes up in this relationship is not always because of the other person. There, you know, it takes two to tango. Something happened, something occurred. And a lot of times, people are people. They want you to forget what they've done to you but they want to hold on to what you've done to them, feeling like they can, they, they're supposed to, especially men. And then there are some women. They want to hold on to it and say, well, you did this and you did this and always throw in your face. I did that. I did that. Like, I don't like someone telling me I'm just trying to be nice to you. Because whenever you hear someone say, I just want to be nice, behind it comes a list of all the things that they've ever done to you or for you that made them nice. And for me, no, that's being mean. That's being nasty. That's being untruthful. Because you weren't doing that nice job or that nice gesture because you really wanted to make me happy. You were doing it hoping to satisfy yourself at a later date. So if you are a woman and you're saying, you know, my man won't do this, my man won't do that, he won't do this and he won't do that, That's because you feel like he's supposed to justify and validate a feeling that's within you that you did not voice. But at this point, because you did not voice it, it's coming out along with everything else. That's just like having that sewage, that sewage plant, or even just that sewage tanker, or that porta potty filled with the turds. Every emotion you feel is a turd that is being dropped in that porta potty. And you let it go up and build up and build up to where nobody can walk in there now because that's how they want to be around you. They don't want to be around you anymore. They don't want to sit in your presence. Or you've done it so much to where you filled up this tanker, even this silo of so much that just one person going by and saying, oh, it's okay. And they touch you one time. Now you didn't spewed all of those turds on them because now you believe that they have a hidden intention. So don't bring me or bring to the situation what the other person is doing. Because I'm about to ask you, what did you do? He did this or she did that and she, no, but there was a cause. That spouse is giving you an effect right now. They're not giving you the source of the problem. They're giving you something that has been done. And now the echo is finally coming back to you because they have held it in so long. That's like going into a tunnel and just yelling. You're going to have to wait a minute to hear the voice come back, depending on how big and how large it is. But it's going to come back. As women, we hold on to a lot. As men, they hold on to it. However, they just move on to the next one because they know I'm in demand right now. Whether they're big, short, fit, fat. If they have money or have something that that woman has, they're going to keep giving her all those turds. But that's another conversation for another day. However, with this one, 
I'm going to ask you, not how does that make you feel. Well, what's the source of the problem? Well, he came home and he didn't say nothing to me. Or did you say something to him? No, he walked in my door first. But so? Say something. He, oh, I'm just supposed to sit there and just, he come in and I'm like, oh my God. No, you're just supposed to say, hey, baby. If he say, what's up, it keep going. That's when you look at him like, oh, for real? You're just going to give me a what's up? If he's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. I'm not about to ask you no questions. I just want a hug and a kiss from you. You better give me a real hug and a kiss. I don't want no BS because you mad. You can go be mad by yourself, but come show me some love and then go show yourself whatever you got to have to get through whatever it is you got a problem with because I ain't do it to you. And when he come over, he give you a hug. You take your kiss. You tell him, all right, bye. Since you want to be all mean and grumpy, you ain't got to tell me. I don't even want to know. As long as you see what I'm saying, you know how that conversation can go, but she's like, I don't even want to know. Because life will show it up to you to where if it is something that is concerning your relationship, you'll know later. That's when you can deal with the situation then. And even in that situation, ladies, if you're saying he cheated, if you're really looking at it, and if you know men, like most women know men, because the archetype does not change. Men are going to be men. They just may look different cosmetically and in their features, but most of them are doing the same thing. The difference is all women are not created equal, which is another conversation for another day. But most men, they have the same thought process. And if he cheated, 10 times out of 10, it didn't have anything to do with you. It had everything to do with him. Because no matter what you could have done to that man, besides cheating yourself, it does not give cause or place for him to go out and hurt or mistrust you like, and hurt or violate your trust. He went to sleep with that woman to satisfy himself. You could give that man everything, but if he feel like he need to have more, he's going to go have more. That's when I'm going to ask you, now what do you want to do in this situation? Because yes, you mad at him. You angry. If you want him to feel your pain, staying here and yelling and fussing at him is not going to have him feel your pain. Because the truth is, walking away will. Because men don't realize just how much they really love and miss you until you walk away. I'm not saying you threaten it, but I say that you actually make that move. That's on the bad side of the spectrum. But on the good side of the spectrum, if you see that he's there, he's happy, but he's not talking to you, then ask yourself, have you made it trustworthy to be for him to talk to you? Have you made the house and the conversations between you all so comfortable that he could trust you with your dreams? Because if I talk, I'm talking to the fellas, I would say the same thing to the fellas. Have you made it comfortable enough for your your girlfriend or your wife to talk to you? And she's not going to feel like you feel like she's nagging. Or she's not going to feel like you're going to go talk to one of her homegirls behind her back. Because men do that. Even if you're talking to her family members, what y'all got going on in your relationship, fellas, is not for y'all to do because there are some men who feel like it's okay to sit and have conversations with the spouse's sibling. But it's not always okay if that sibling is there just to be support for you. So my question is always going to be, this situation has a source. What say you? And then if I have the man, I'm most definitely going to ask him, what did you do? 
just like I just asked her, because it's not always on the women. I believe when they talk about the story with Adam and Eve, I really do believe the anointing, the oil falls on the head and then it falls on the neck and the shoulders. That thought did not exist in Eve first. It existed in Adam. The father that is all knowing, he knew, he sits high and looks low. He knew what was going on in that garden. But when he looked to find him, the fact that he hid himself, that's where God had a problem. And that's what he called Adam, but he wasn't just calling the man. He was calling the nation. You all have done something that was not wise. What have you done? But even if we're looking at it from the perspective of man, that thought fell on that man first. Because how many times, and I say this, ladies, how many times have you spoken to a man and he looking at you like, you just read my mind. It's not that you read his mind, it's that you're so connected with one another that his thoughts are complete in you. The thought of a child, it gets complete in you because you create and you birth that baby, you made that baby. So it's always coming to you as the head and as the mantle. And if you're sitting there saying it was the woman, God is going to look at her and say, what have you done? Because now woman, who is a part of man, you knew right from wrong. And now you're both cursed with a curse. Because if it was all on Eve, he would have just exiled Eve. Isn't that what he did in the Bible with the Jezebel? If it was all on Adam, he would have just exiled Adam. Isn't that what he did to Cain? So it's not anything that deals with man is wrong, woman is wrong. No, the source started in you first. So you can't come to me, fellas, and be like, man, she getting on my nerves. Well, are you getting on her nerves? Man, I could, I, I be there. I, I come in. I work. I do everything I can. I'm paying for everything. Yeah, you're doing everything you can for you. Oh, I bought her the house. Yeah, but did you buy her the house so that you could build a family? Or did you buy her a house because you felt like that's what she needed? What if she didn't want that? And sometimes I say that because not a lot of women want what you think they want. They want what they see others do. But how many times, fellas, do you sit down and ask her, baby, what are your dreams? Yeah, I know you want a house. You say you want this mansion. I'm not telling you that I'm not going to get it for you. But I want you to look at this mansion. I'm working. We're going to have a 10,000 plus square foot home and I'm working. We're going to have kids. We're going to have this big old house. We're going to have to have maids. We're going to have to take care of landscaping. We're going to have to make sure the house is clean. It's going to be in a certain area so the kids are going to go to a certain school. They're going to do all of these different things. I'm okay with all of these things, but I want to ask you, baby, are you okay with that? Because with me having to get you this house, that means I have to do more work. And I'm asking you, are you going to get a job to help it so that I'm not here all the time? Because if you want me to do it all while you be a stay-at-home mom, that's fine. But just know you're going to see me less. I got to make sure I get you what you asked for. Having that kind of conversation can make a difference. Because if that woman is like, okay, 
she's going to put in and fill in all those details to make it work. To where now you come home and you sit down, you have your drink, you watching TV. And she's going to come and ask you how your day was. Don't feel like you got to get a load off now because you've been working all day. No. So has she. She's been working all day. She has the kids. She has the house. She's driving. She has work. She's been working just as much as you have. She talks to her friends just as much as you talk to your friends. That doesn't make anything different from your relationship. It only makes a difference when you feel like what you do trumps what she does. But if you're being honest, you're only doing it because she asked you to. You're only doing it because you want to feel like I've done something for my family. But your job doesn't end just with signing the check. Because that's really all you're doing in this relationship. If you feel like all I'm doing is paying for everything, all you're doing is signing a check. You feel like, oh, I want to come home and we want to have a woo-woo-woo. Okay. Do you make it worth her while? Because I would tell you, fellas, as a woman, most of the times we want to. We do want you to work for it. We do want some of those soft kisses, though that, that sign of affection. Just those little things to let us know that you're not just thinking about releasing that seed in my womb. You're not just thinking about your nut. You're thinking about how can I make my wife so satisfied that she's done before I'm done and she's asleep now? How can I make my wife so satisfied to where we don't even have to do it in the house all the time? We could go drop the kids off somewhere and go to the park, go to the movies. And most of the time, the women don't want to, not because they don't want to, because you're making sex all about you. Because that comes to another conversation when it comes to sex. Fellas, your homeboys are not in that room with you. Nobody is seeing what you do but your wife or your girlfriend. So you got to stop making sex a one-man show. Because if we being honest, fellas, just because you, you think you, 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 you're hitting it, you think because you're doing this, you're doing that, yeah, it may feel good. But do you know she actually got a chance to release? Just because she hollering and screaming. And not every woman wants you to just ram, 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 ram. That's not what sex is. That's what you believe because that's what you see dogs do. But dogs can't speak. That that girl dog can't say a voice that what she just received was good. That's just her nature. That's just the heat that she feels and she goes for it. So do you actually know? And you can't be mad if she say, No, I have I have not I have never released during our moments together. You can't be mad. Well, because she's screaming and hollering. She's doing the screaming and hollering for you. She's hoping that if she cheer you on, you keep going long enough for her to finally feel okay. And for her to finally be like, oh my God, that was amazing. Because as women, we don't want to hurt your feelings. Not because we don't want to hurt your feelings, but because you feel like if a woman hurts your feelings, you got to use your hands. Which I don't understand because if a man hurts your feelings, you don't have nothing to say for him. You have no smoke for him. It's cool. You let that, you brush that off, right? So when it comes to relationships, I'm not about to come ask you about your spouse. I'm going to ask you. Ladies, I'm going to ask you, 
why every time he says I'm okay, you feel like, come on, baby, just talk to me. Nine times out of ten, he's not really just in the mood. He wants to process what he has to say before he says something to hurt your feelings. And as a woman, I am not one of them women that's about to come nitpick at you to find out what's wrong with you. If you say I'm all right and I know something's not all right, bye, fine. You're not about to come invite me to your pity party. Go do what you need to do. But if you feel mad that I'm not all in your face trying to figure out what's wrong, now you're playing games. Now you're not being a man. You, you, want, you want attention. Now you're being a little boy. You don't got to do that for my attention. And I'm talking about me specifically. Because I am that woman that if I'm having a moment, let me be. Because my mouth is reckless. My words will hurt you much faster than my hands will. There are times where I could be so upset, but if I hear your voice, I am fine. Whatever it was, don't even matter no more. I'm cool. I won't probably won't even remember what it is unless the situation pops up again. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Here, blank, 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 blank. You just helped me solve a problem without even realizing you helped me solve the problem just by talking to me or saying, hey. Even if I don't say nothing else. For me, just let me be. Let me process all of this. Because if you don't, I'm going to say something to hurt your feelings. On purpose. So these are the things that happens in relationships. So you cannot bring me the man, ladies. You can't tell me, oh, he don't do this, he don't do that. I'm going to ask you, well, when y'all first got together, did he do that? Most of the women will say, yeah. But then at some point he stopped. Well, why didn't you ask him why he stopped? Oh, he said he was busy. Well, then what did you do? And you did what most women do. Oh, since you ain't going to do it, I'm going to just do it. He did it like that on purpose because he didn't want to do it in the first place. So then that's when you leave it. You walk in and it's piles of trash right there by that trash can because he didn't take that trash out. Then he going to come look at it. And if he's like, why you ain't just take the trash out? Because that's not my job. My job is to cook. Our agreement is. You take out the trash. I cook. I clean the house. I make sure it's taken care of. All I ask you to do is take out the trash. All I ask you to do is be with your kids every now and then. I know you got to work. I know you want to provide this lavish lifestyle. And ladies, whether you ask for it or not, he's going to do it because that's what men feel like they have to do. And so now, you have a whole situation to where you let it slip the first time. And then it slipped the first time. That's just like with him putting his hands on you. A man put his hands on you and you let it slip the... He gone. And yes, it's wrong. But that's a situation that the men have to come and have a conversation with one another on. Because that's mostly because men are not taught how to deal with conflict. They're not taught how to use the conflict and the force in places where it is needed. Because at home is not a place where it should always be. Yes, I can get, you know, chastening and disciplining a child. But always feeling like you got to beat that woman down, that is unnecessary. It really is. However, that's another conversation for another day. And I'll give you my you know, thought process on it. 
But that's because, ladies, we let things slide so much because we feel like we need that man in this relationship. But I want you to look at how many men wanted to talk to you while you were with that one man that entire time. It's a lot. It's quite a few men that want to talk to you, and it's quite a few of them that's far better than this one. But because you feel like you have to and you're worried about what everybody is going to say, you're not losing anything if you let him go and he go out to become a millionaire. If you feel like you're missing out on the money, sure. But if the man that you're with is a pool boy or a bartender and you love him and the life y'all have is comfortable and you can see yourself coming to him for the rest of your life, just like with the men, ignore what everybody else has to say because when it comes to relationships, men and women are willing to listen to what everybody else has to say when they throw their spouse under the bus. But how many of them are willing to be open with each other about who they are? That's because we're always afraid of losing that relationship. And we always feel like there aren't 7 billion people in the world you're going to have another relationship and connection with. So if you're going to come to me and say, I got a problem, man, my wife getting on my nerves. Well, you're getting on her nerves, too. Both of y'all have a situation here that nobody wanted to talk about, that y'all just been brushing under the rug. And now you both are at the space where you've lost what's in. You want to tell her, let it go, deal with it. She want to tell you, no, because I need to tell you how you made me feel so that we can fix it. Nothing happens when you have two rams button heads. Regardless if you're a man and she's a woman, that doesn't make a difference. You're both going to hurt each other. So my question would be to you. You want to bring me the relationship with your man? I'm not about to go fix him. I'm about to turn around and, hey, hey, hey baby girl, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, sis? What's up? Look, here's what I need you to do. Let's go have a drink and let me ask you, what did you do? I'm not about to tell you to go kiss his ass or his feet. But I'm about to tell you how to fix what's in you first so that you can start seeing your environment have a resounding turnaround so that it reflects what it is that you desire to happen. If you're upset because he always working, he always working. Well, if he's not trying to be a lawyer or become a partner, but he's working because he feel like he has to pay for something. Well, then ask yourself, can I cut back? You know what, baby? You work a lot. I get it. Are you working to take care of the family? Are you working so that you can keep up a lifestyle for the people that you're around? I'm not upset if it's for the lifestyle of the people that you're around, but I want you to know that in that, you are taking all of your attention and your presence from your family to go give it to someone else, and that's not right. I... I'm not liking that. And no, I'm not just satisfied with this house. I'm not just satisfied with these clothes. I'm not just satisfied with having this social status. If you're not here with me to enjoy this big couch, this beautiful home, I'm not satisfied with it. Yes, I get it. You're going to tell me I wanted it. I got that. This is our house. We pay for it. Let's sell it. I don't need you to do anything if you don't want to. All I'm saying is if I sell this house and we downsize just a little bit, would it take some load off of you so that you can actually be home with us? 
Now, ladies, if he's like, I don't want to because blah, 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 and they go blah, 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 then there's the issue right there. You've gotten so comfortable with this life and letting him do it that now that you're tired of it, he don't want to because now he feels like he has a reputation to uphold for the people who've been watching him. And he's worried about what they're going to say to him at work because your relationship has been built on what other people say about y'all and not what y'all say about y'all. So that's when you ask, okay, well, I'm okay with downsizing. I'm okay with not having all of these things because if you have to work 80 hours a week and I can't see you but for five minutes and your kids can't see you because you're working, you can't come to basketball, can't can't do this, can't do that. Are you so comfortable with your lifestyle and your social status as what you think is a man? Or are you trying to live up to what I think is a man? Ask him that question. And you can't be upset when he tells you the truth. And sometimes he will throw it at you to be mean and nasty about it because he's uncomfortable. Not because he don't know. He's uncomfortable because now you're asking him to actually go into something that he was hoping that he wouldn't have to go into. Because now you just may see that he's been trying to live a life that he didn't have when he was younger and now that he's got it he want to uphold it and he really finds that he's really not satisfied with it he's putting on the front and then at that moment that's when you have to ask yourself is this the life that you want will you be okay with not having your man there because truth be told if you start pulling that attention away from him he's going to go give it to another woman because now he feels like his validation comes from more than one person He feels like he needs more than just that woman who said yes to him or that woman who loves him. So that's when you ask him the question. And that's when I begin to ask you ladies. And this is not a moment. And this is when I say, don't sit here and blame me for nothing. Because all I'm doing is asking you questions. I'm making you think. And I'm making you be honest with yourself because you're still here talking to me. And 10 times out of 10, I'm not asking you to come back. You're coming back now. And if you come back to me and you say, he want to leave, blah, 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 blah. It's all your fault because I started changing. No, it's not my fault. There lies your problem. You're putting everything on everyone else instead of asking yourself, what do you want? So here's my question now. So what if he leaves? You still have your kids. He's going to give you the house. Well, I won't have anybody. Who said you won't? How many men were trying to talk to you while you were with this man this entire time? I'm not saying that you left or you're going to leave for that reason. But that's because as women, we get so numb to these things. We don't feel just like men don't feel. We don't feel how much of a pain It was hurting us until we're removed from the thing that has been beating us. And men don't realize how much we love it or how much they love it and how much they love us until we're no longer there. Not because they're numb, but because they feel as if their love should be shown in ways that has nothing to do with affection unless they want some. And that's because it started 
with the relationship and how y'all started in the beginning. Men are very affectionate just to get what they want. And then when they got it, they're done. There are some men who are consciously, purposefully affectionate all the time. So this is definitely one of those moments when, okay, so what? I didn't make you do anything. I just asked you a question. And so then my question would be, you didn't want him to work all the time. He wants to work all the time. So now what are you going to do about the situation? What are you going to do about it? Are you mad that he's leaving because you love him? And most of the time, no, because love left a long time ago. And then saying for the fellas, she left me because of you. No, she didn't. She left because you started really looking at it and you started seeing what you really want and you realized you've been on autopilot. And that's what happens with relationships. The men and the women, they get on autopilot and they forget to rekindle that love. So if you come ask me about a relationship, I'm not going to go and fix that person for you. You're not going to be able to tell me, "Mm -hmm, girl, tell him. No, I'm going to tell him, excuse me. I need to go and have your wife or your girlfriend look in this mirror and tell me what does she see about herself in this relationship. And I'm going to tell him, I'm not asking you to come tell me or put it out. Oh, yeah, girl, that's right, because it's all your fault. No, it's not. You both played a part in this. And I'm going to tell that woman, ma'am, you go out. I'm about to put this mirror in his face and ask him, what did he do about this relationship? Yes, right. No, 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 no. What's right is the things I'm going to take him through. Because now I'm about to ask you, sir. Since you want to leave your wife because she just asked you to downgrade. What has you so unsettled that you feel like downgrading from this eight-bedroom house to a four-bedroom house. What is it? What is that? Feel? Why does that make you feel that way? Well, it's small. No, they make five thousand square foot homes with four bedrooms. And if you're like, oh, for real? So is it really the house, or is it the image? And let me tell you this, sir. There's only one person in this world who really want to see you naked, literally and figuratively. So why does it why does it why does it matter if everybody else sees you fully clothed and the best of the best? Why does their opinion matter more to you than this wife or this girlfriend who has birthed your seeds? Because you're not there. You have sons. Is that the example you want your sons to be? Because you're not there. Your baby girl does not know what it feels like to have a male best friend who's supposed to be you first. She does not know what that Superman is looks like except when she see him on TV when it's supposed to be your face. No, I'm not putting any guilt on you. Guilt is to tell you, look what you did. You haven't done anything. But what I'm asking you now is, what makes you think? Because at the end of the day, 
if you go to do something else you move to a whole nother city because of your job because of your work that's a whole new group of people that you have to impress they're not going to see what you have here they're going to see the new life that you have to create and so what if you come back here and everything you have where you were you're happy why do you feel that you have to skirt the embarrassment of the opinion of other people who you really say you don't care nothing about what they think or say make it make sense sir so these are some things that i would have a conversation with relationships on because i know for me if my husband and i are having a disagreement i'm about to step back it's not a, i'm gonna let all the blame be on me because it's not all my fault and you're not about to come try to change or correct me and feel like you could skirt whatever responsibility you played in it this source this upset didn't start with me it was something that i either asked and it wasn't fulfilled or something i asked and it was halfway something went wrong and now i have an attitude or changing attitude So now we're about to have a conversation. If it was a moment where you were saying something to me and I wasn't completely listening and now you're upset because you asked me to do something and I didn't do it, I'm not about to be mad at you. Especially if you want to start giving me this, giving me the cold shoulder and start blah blah blah. Well, you knew I was busy, so what? At that moment, I needed to excuse myself from the situation or simply just say, baby, can I call you back? If it was an emergency, I needed to excuse myself from the situation. And if it wasn't an emergency or it was an emergency, if it wasn't an emergency, you feel like you need to talk to me? No. If it's not an emergency, you just keep calling me. You're now stuck in your feelings because you feel like I should always answer your phone because you're the man. No, it's not that way. I'm busy too. My life and my work does not override talking to you because if you were working, you're not going to answer your phone for me. And it's not a man thing. It's a human thing. It's called generosity. It's called being considerate, which a lot of people overlook because they always feel like I'm a man. No, that's being considerate. And that's what you're supposed to be as a man. You're supposed to be considerate. Because let some man do it, you're going to come home and be mad at me that he did it. And I'm going to be looking at you like, mm-hmm. Karma came to see you, didn't she? And so now, if I say, can I call you back? I'm a little busy. You're like, yeah, okay. Okay, honey, I'm sorry. You have my full attention. That way I don't want to miss anything. And that's going to be my apology, you know what? I felt like because you're my husband, I automatically knew what you wanted when I was halfway listening to what you were saying. And that's not a female thing. That's a human thing. You can always say, oh, women do it. No, men do it. Men do it too. You just only want to bring that up when it's a woman not listening to you. Because when you're not listening to her, it's always, I'm busy. So was she. 
when your homeboy not listening, you're not bringing it up, man, you're not listening to me. And that's not a feminine thing. You feel like he's not paying enough attention to whatever it is that you have to talk about. That's a human thing. Your emotion is what makes it different. Your perspective and your thought process around that moment and that action is what makes it different. It's still a human thing. We are the ones that just put labels and limits and boundaries on that. And we wrap it around flesh and call it male or female. So it's a lot of these conversations, these things that I would have in relationships, because it's not always the other person. It could be you. And even if it is the other person, fellas and ladies, because it happens all the time. That's not your job to go and fix something that's broken in them. But it's your job to help them find someone who can and let them know that you'll be there for support. Because that's how you see women, you know, killed. Because they were trying to help an unstable man in a way that they don't have any experience in. That's how you see men staying with this crazy woman because he loved her so much and he's trying to help her. But he's not experienced enough to help her. And then that's how you find herself hurting herself. Or you see him hurting her or vice versa. Or at the same time. So, excuse me. That's some of the things I would say. I'm not here to fix your spouse when you bring me a relationship issue. I'm going to ask you, well, what did you think about it? How do you feel about it? Because I believe that in the beginning, God wasn't looking for Adam to say what the effects were. He went straight to the source. Because man is supposed to be that protector, that provider, that comforter. But I really do believe that Adam had a thought first and Eve just carried it out. That's just my thought process about it. But I don't want to go too long. This episode has been a little long. It's just something that has always, always been on my mind. And so this is Brittany Simone with Do You See What I See? <laughs> I wanted to whisper it a little bit because this is something that may be heavy, insightful. Maybe something that actually helps someone somewhere down the line. Just don't take all of this to go point it at your spouse and say, Here, you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this girl because she knows what she's talking about. Here, you need to listen to this man because maybe she can help you. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to go look in that mirror and fix your face first before you go and try to fix his lapel or help her notice that her lipstick is smeared just a little bit.
see.